Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Well, family, I'm, I'm excited about what we're doing today. We're continuing in our series, Understanding His Value. And, and I want you to turn in your Bible to the book of Hebrews. Chapter 8 is where we're going to begin. Hebrews chapter 8, and we're beginning at verse 1. Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 1. And here the word of God reads, it says, Now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore, it is of necessity that this man have somewhat also to offer. For if he were on earth, he should not be a priest seeing that there are priests seeing that there are priests that offer gifts according to the law according to the law the title of today's message is new management new management oh my goodness this is oh this, this is a wonderful wonderful uh, uh topic and, and uh, awesome chapter in this book of Hebrews, I tell you, we're only going to be able to establish a foundation today, but I believe it's going to be an awesome blessing. It's going to be an awesome blessing. So again, when we look at this text, there's so much that it speaks to us. In fact, if you don't mind, go back with me to verse number one. Let's go back to verse one. Here it says, now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. We have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, in the heavens. Listen, I, I love the way that the apostle starts this. He says, now of the things which we have spoken, this is the sum. In other words, he's saying, look, out of everything I told you, this sums it all up. I, I've told you about the, the, the order or the priesthood of Melchizedek. I, I've told you about how Moses had the, the previous covenant and the covenant was inferior to that which was to come. I told you about how Christ was a greater priest, a greater priest. I told you about all those things, but I want you to know that it's all summed up in this one thing. It's all summed up in this one thing. In fact, the main point that the apostle wants to convey is that Jesus Christ is our high priest. Jesus Christ is our high priest. Now, when our text speaks of Christ as our high priest, it is actually saying that we have such an high priest, such a high priest that no other people have ever had such a priest um, in no other age in the world 
have they had such a priest. In fact, nor that any other church has ever produced anything like our high priest. And that's, that's, that's really saying something because, you know, in today's time in contemporary ministry, most of your ministers, your pastors, your elders, they come out of churches. They're raised up in the church. They're trained and, and, and they're given doxology. They're given understanding in, in the church and they may go to seminary and they learn this and they learn that, but they're trained up in the church and they're sitting out. They you can wrap all of those up into one from all of the ages going back to where he left and none of them compare to him <laughs> me included <laughs> it said none of us compare to jesus the christ what he is as our high priest as our high priest you see all others were merely types and shadows of this high priest jesus christ whether we look at King Josiah, he was a type and shadow. That's all he was. You look at Joseph. Joseph was a type and shadow. David, King David, was merely a type and shadow. That's all they were, were types and shadows of what was to come. Glimpses, simply flashes that gives us an understanding of the excellence, an understanding of the anointing. But they could not total everything that Christ actually is. They were only types and shadows only types and shadows you see he is more than adequately fitted and absolutely sufficient to all the intents and purposes of a high priest in other words everything that a high priest could possibly be every one of their roles every duty every part of the job description fit Jesus to a T and there's nothing or no one like him nothing or no one like him that's what he's saying here we understand that as he has been seated at the right hand of God as our mediator he has been seated at the right hand of God as our mediator and has been given all authority all authority and power in heaven and in the earth. Do you hear me? He's been given all authority and all power in heaven and in the earth. In heaven and in the earth. And in fact, Jesus exercises this authority to take or to the glory of God. He exercises this authority to the glory of God. His own honor, his own honor, and to the joy of of all of us who belong to him, to all of us who belong to him. And listen to me, I know that that, that is something that we ought to grab a hold of and be grateful for because he, he exercises that authority and, 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 and all of that, to all of those things, to the glory of God, to his own honor, honor that he receives, but also to the joy of of all of us who belong to him. And listen, that's very important. If anyone has ever had any leader, any leader that that was, was let's just say they were less than gracious in their leadership. <laughs> they, they, they really uh, did not understand how to rule and, and, and lead. They, they were power hungry. 
<laughs> and, and, and things like that. And when you deal with people like that, it's hard to be under them. It's hard to be around them. You wake up in the middle of the night seeing yourself with your hands around their throat. You're like, oh God, no, Lord Jesus. And so when, when you go through that and then to come and experience the glory of God, the glory of Jesus, the love of Jesus, his care, his stewardship, even his chastisement, because he chastises those whom he loves. When you experience that from the Lord and you see yourself growing, you see yourself becoming stronger, you see yourself becoming more of what the Father has placed in your heart. Oh, you see everything that Jesus has done and is doing in your life. Oh my goodness, he is a wonderful high priest, a wonderful high priest. Listen, with Jesus as our high priest, we understand that he brings us into the presence of God, our heavenly father. He brings us into his presence. Remember, no man can come unto the father unless we go through the son. It's the son, Jesus. He allows us to have access. He gives us access and a gateway to the father. I need somebody to type in chat. Jesus is my high priest. Jesus is my high priest. When you understand that you're able to walk in things and realize the things that you're going through, you simply take it to the Lord and he brings it before the father for you, brings it before the father for you. Look with me at verse number two. Now look at verse number two. Here in verse two, it says this, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle which the Lord pitched and not man and not man. So then, and a very important question comes to us. What is the true tabernacle that the apostle is speaking of? What is this true tabernacle that he's speaking of? You see, this tabernacle was not erected or created by man, but was of Christ himself. It was of Christ himself. Here, the original tabernacle, the original tabernacle was built by man according to the designs of God, according to the designs of God. And here we understand that there was an outer part, an outer part in which the, which was the altar where they were to offer their sacrifices, which typified Christ dying. And there was an interior part where within the veil, which typified Christ interceding for the people in heaven. It typified that. Now, Christ never entered into this tabernacle. He never entered into that tabernacle, the one that was built by hands. But he finished his work in the true tabernacle of his body. And he is now the minister of the sanctuary, the holy of holies, the true tabernacle in heaven where he is taking care of our affairs by interceding with God for us. Ah, so he's still doing that. He's interceding to the father on our behalf, on our behalf. You see, Christ isn't just enjoying the dominion that he has has and, and, and the honor of of uh that he justly receives he's not just sitting there enjoying that but he's actually laboring laboring as our high priest executing the office where he's overseeing mankind in general and his church in particular so here jesus 
is seated at the right hand of God, sitting there as our high priest, and he's interceding for us, interceding, interceding for us. You see, Jesus continues to pray for you, labor over you, deliver you, give you peace when you need it, strength when you feel weak. He helps you give you, uh, when you're broken, he give, bring, brings healing and, and deliverance to your body. He does all of these things. All of these things operating in his role as a high priest. Our Savior continues to watch over us 24-7. 24-7. Listen, I need somebody to type in chat, he's got me. He's got me. Regardless of what you're going through, he's always working. He's always laboring for you. This is why it's interesting, even in, in so many of our beautiful ceremonies and, and, and things that we do within our churches, we have these displays where Jesus walks in. He sits upon this Roman type throne and he sits there as a ruler and then everyone comes and bows down at him almost like he can put his foot up on an ottoman because now he's chilling after everything he did but you got to understand that he's still your high priest and he is still laboring for you and over you he's still praying for you he's still bringing you out he's still comforting you when you need to be comforted he's still strengthening you when you need when you feel like you're weak Listen, Jesus is still, he's still on the throne and he's still doing these things on your behalf. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.